Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Gloss, the celebrity and pop culture podcast and conversations you have with your best friends. Just think of us as your weekly check-in for coffee, a peppermint tea for anxiety or a chilli mug when things get spicy. We don't judge around here, do we, Anna? Definitely not. <laughs> You're joined by your host, Val Crawford, that is me, and also Anna Scarborough-Rawson. Thank you so much for joining us again, Anna. On our, on our own podcast. Yeah, thanks for not giving me the tips saying don't come back. No, you're amazing. I can't wait to get into this week's show. So on the show today, we delve into the highs and problematic lows of Ellen DeGeneres' long-running show now that it's ended. And after shaming another woman for having OnlyFans, Olivia from Maths has her own. Plus, look out Kravis, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson in the new couple celebrity dressing. But first, as we're going to start each of our episodes with a chat, uh, Anna, how are you and how is your week? Bit of a shit show week, really, to be honest. <laughs> but, daycare, bugs. Kids are just a cesspit of germs. Yeah, and then you catch it and then it's just, and you've been sleeping very well with them. It's mum life, really. Yeah. Survive. It's just fun this week. I know. How's your week? Yeah, pretty full on. Yeah, like uh, just I think I cooked myself working too much over the last week, which I'm prone to doing a bit when you have a few things on. But one of my goals this year has been to not burn myself out. So I'm like, I kind of failed at that one. Yeah, it was my slip up. But I also um, will delve into a lot of things in future eps. I have recently started on a medication, which is really helpful. And I didn't have it for a while while I was waiting on a script. And I think that... (coughs) also didn't help um so yeah it's just been I just worked too much cooked myself didn't get enough sleep didn't even like literally I mean I think this is the thing like mums and then career girlies and whatever stage I think you just get so intensely busy with life and women we tend to put everyone and everything before ourselves I'm like I feel a bit embarrassed saying this but I didn't wash my hair for two weeks like the self-care was not so good like I was washing my face and washing don't worry my life admin was yeah which is probably just like normal, relatable, but I'm usually like everything so together, you know? I feel that, definitely. Some weeks you're on, some weeks you're off. Some days I've got all the housework done, my work done, washings done, dinner's ready, daycare, and other days I've like not showered, Mm. nothing's done. I just found myself having like little (laughs) meltdowns because I was just like, too tired, then I felt a bit sick and run down. It's one of those things we've got to keep in check. Like sometimes life's going to be like that, but we just need, it's like you can never get that perfect balance, can you? But like for me, I was like, you know, working up at 4 a.m. working until about 10 sometimes later at night and then some nights not sleeping very well. So over time, that's not good for you all. I think also there's no such thing as like having the balance all the time. You usually going quite good Mm. or something happens and you crash it's just it's always just finding the balance which is impossible but you kind of need to crash 
to prioritize what's right and yeah after yourself and like you said women often are like you're the lowest on the totem pole there's everything else to be done and it is us that suffers quite often like yeah and we just take everything on and I think we're going to chat about these on different episodes like people pleasing I get real people pleasery when I'm a bit run like burnt out over doing it because I, yeah. I and then it's like it obviously comes from a deeper thing yeah it's a lot isn't it we and all the guilt I was crook yesterday and I was just bedridden and I mean I was texting my husband before saying like thanks for picking up the slack thanks so much and it's like I felt so bad for being sick and it's you know why is it that we are just it's like ingrained in us yeah bad be guilty and I do I feel so bad when someone else is doing something for my kids that I should be doing it's really hard to ask for help so when I'm sick it was yeah it was just the guilt like oh I'm so sorry for being sick for so no- exactly for, for normal things hey well like for me I've got like multiple jobs I do which I do a really good job of I know I do but then when I get into that state I feel like I could be doing more or I'm failing or I'm not good enough but that's just my own stuff really but I feel like a lot of us do this you know like it's not just a yeah, soul sure. thing and yeah apologize yeah and my mom had to take me to the um <laughs> doctors yesterday and I had to get IVs and things like that how good are IVs but I'm apologizing to my mom like as like, I'm crippled in pain I'm like oh but I was gonna be sleeping that she's like I'm like, so sorry I'm so sorry she's like stop saying sorry. I know I know and when I get into that state I just get more like that so I think for me one of my things is I know that I need to remove myself from people and just have some time and once I've come down from that stressy bit that we I know you understand and we'll talk about more at depth and once I finally come down then I can sleep and then it's so nice it's not and I don't have bipolar I have ADHD which was a whole other thing I get myself so worked up that I think regardless of what you have or whatever or not you get yourself so worked up that I can't sleep like one day last week I was awake for 22 hours yeah then someone will be like whoa what's but that's just like but like that's just like I get myself into the state I'm not feeling like crap but like obviously at times you might be but I'm just awake just on and I feel like I should be doing a lot of things a little bit manic yeah I know I get like that I, I think sometimes people will see me at the cafe after dropping the kids off at daycare or something and think like what is wrong with her is she on something well, yeah I'm just, I'm just manic a little bit and recently been diagnosed ADHD too and that's a whole nother thing like trying to figure that out mm. this stage of life yeah you might you get into a bit of a spin and it doesn't really matter what it's about you just get really worked up and it could be over the smallest things but it's really hard to unspiral when yeah. you spiral yourself into a bit of a twist like yeah I totally get that I'm so glad that we could work this all out together like I was only diagnosed at the start of this year and then you and yeah we can chat on a whole other episode and the depths of that because it's like we've had so many dms about it now so yeah. part of that is you do and I think everyone gets really overwhelmed but yeah everything kind of everything just gets a lot and you just oh, like nice. And we all do that. So that, yeah, anyway, I'm baffling a little bit. No, I'll cut no, this down. I that you could take the time out and have a bit of time to yourself. I, I have the self-love club. It's all about self-love and self-care, which I am a big advocate. And I do practice a lot myself, but I think we all need that reminder. And sometimes when you run your own business or whatever you're doing in life, whether you have a family everyone we all just have to keep going sometimes and I think it's that reminder it can never be perfect I feel like most of the time I'm really really good and then sometimes it just boom and then I feel like really overwhelmed and I just have those times when other areas of your life are excelling or doing really well there's always an area of your life that is suffering because of it whether it is like you're working really hard and your career's going really well your relationship might be suffering a little bit because of it or just I just 
I know in our lives that like when Tom's super busy at work and I'm hectic with the kids and life is just crazy like our relationship we need to take a bit more time out and mm. do things for ourselves so like just you can never have everything perfectly balanced and I think it's just forever gonna be trying to figure that out yeah and we could die yeah oh my god and we can figure it all out on this podcast together so that is really cool so yeah when I started having the meltdowns and my boyfriend and I he was amazing but it was just like okay it's time to like you know take some time and not feel bad about doing that because I feel like a lot of the time we feel like we're letting everyone down just to sleep properly isn't that like if if your friend said that to you I'm going to move the cat in a second if your friend said that to you you'd be like you know you yesterday you hadn't slept you're really sick and for me to say to you I'm like oh, you poor thing, I hope you're okay, get some sleep, no stress, we'll record tomorrow. How easy is it for us to say that to our friend? But then for ourselves, we can't always do I that for ourselves. I you like, it's okay, I'll have a little sleep for a little bit. No. Be around. I was I'm like, absolutely not. Amen. Side note, how annoying it is when your iPhone tells you, like, time to stand up, your, your <laughs> Apple Watch. Mine's always doing that. Or, like, take a moment to breathe. oh I hadn't thought about breathing (laughs) do you feel like a spy are you like a spy kid are you like a nano girl it's so embarrassing and um reformer I don't know how to turn it off but it always says out loud you know exercise ring closed and my (laughs) teacher is like oh and it's exercise ring closed now I don't know how to turn it off I never think about it until it was done in class and that's so embarrassing um on the spy kids thing I went to a wedding and I forgot to take my um watch off and my sister-in-law said to me oh, I read this meme like you know if you ever wear your your apple watch to a wedding like take it off you're not a spy yeah <laughs> and I see it in the photos like a really nice dress on you know, yeah really nice. I've got this stupid apple watch on like, and would you stop taking pictures of yourself your sister's going to jail first up this week after 19 years it's nearly two decades Ellen DeGeneres finished her show Alan. Now, the Alan show first aired in 2003. Jennifer Aniston was actually the first guest on the show and get this, went on to appear 20 times. It's an average of one more than the show aired over the years. Pink actually wrote the theme song as well. You might yeah, not have known that. I yeah, I can see a little sleuth over here. Jennifer was also one of the last guests on the show and you know how once upon a time, in Hollywood. No, it was one of the most talked about celebrity scandals. And you were either obviously like, you know, Brangelina and you were either Team Jen or Team Ange. Well, all this time on, I guess with the beauty of hindsight and now that Brad and Jen get on a bit better, they seem to be friends. um, She actually joked about her divorce. Have a listen to what she said. Well, the ending of Friends. Well, I, (laughs) you know, well, I went, I got a divorce and went into therapy. did a movie called The Breakup. I just kind of leaned into the end. Uh-huh. I just was like, you know what, guys? Let's just put this, let's make this a completely new chapter. Let's end everything. Let's at just the same end everything time. and then start new. Now we're going to delve into the highs and lows, often problematic issues with Ellen. You may have heard of glimpses of, and our sleuth Anna has deep dive. What have you found? I have been sleuthing. Five years, even like five years ago. If I said the name Ellen DeGeneres, I probably would have said, you would have said quite fun, like 
funny, like, you know, Fun, entertainment show. Yeah. Be kind. And it seems to be really overshadowed now by the allegations the last few years. There's no denying that Ellen DeGeneres' show was iconic. She was the first openly lesbian talk show host. In 2003, it's crazy to think she couldn't even say the word gay on TV. She couldn't say that she was gay. She couldn't say that she was in a relationship with anyone. She couldn't imply like saying we, it just had to be I. So her catchphrase at the end of every episode, be kind, really ensured her reputation as the nice, the nice host who danced around all the time. She has been such a trailblazer of queer rights, but unfortunately, at the moment, that's been overshadowed by the toxic workplace and harassment allegations. We are very much looking through this in a 2022 lens, which you can't ignore those allegations rather than the historical context of all the things that she's done for queer rights, which is a bit of a shame, but I just wonder, say in like five years' time, what her legacy will be, rather than as it's all happening now. Mm. But for a bit of context, um, we the public first became aware of rumours of toxic workplace in 2020, but there were actually rumours going back as far as 2018. Uh, the New York Times reported that DeGeneres was exploring other outlets for her creativity. Um, she had a Netflix, Netflix comedy series called Relatable, which in hindsight could have been a bit problematic because it was based off her whole, like spoof of her whole kind image. So nothing came of that. She resigned for a few more years to do the talk show. Um, but they also reported that she felt boxed in with the reputation of always having to be nice. And she has admitted that she is overly sensitive and an overthinker, which I think a lot of creatives are. Oh, preach, sister. Preach, so badly. Preach, yeah. <laughs> um, but she fretted over how her audience would feel when she no longer wanted to dance anymore. Um, but when she was asked about anonymous tabloid rumours about not always being the nicest person to work for she said the accusations were false and she wanted everyone quote everyone to be happy and proud of where they work and if not don't work here end quote which I reading it now knowing what we know the way ending the quote if not don't work here Mm. kind of interesting yeah and like oh I'm like fighting this so fascinating you've been so sloopy for us knowing kind of what I know through working in the entertainment industry there'll be so many pieces of this like there will be people that are her management that have a lot of say and they will be contributing to a toxic culture so she might not be aware of everything yeah but so it's so complicated and I remember when 2020 when this producer came out and she was doing the rounds with all the radio shows here in Australia were chatting with them you know it was all coming out that Ellen's a bully like she's not nice especially like showbiz and those shows like Saturday Night Live the day they film is like a 23 hour we saw this through Kim Kardashian being on there, a little, little inside scoop from the Kardashians. But yeah. it's a very long process. It's not really a very, I wouldn't say a healthy, because you're filming for such a long time, you that you know, the, you might be working really long days. This goes across the entertainment industry. So some people may find that problematic. All right, let's jump to 2020. After doing a little sleuthing, What's not been openly published is that behind the scenes, not, not everything was all good at Warner Brothers. 
Uh, they were not in a particularly strong position. They were expanding their operations, purchasing real estate, but selling off some of their offices. They were launching HBO Max, which is their streaming service. But because of that, that cut a lot of their revenue. So in the meantime, there was a bit of a cash deficit while they were transitioning from licensing on other platforms like that mm. to their own media subscription-based streaming platform. But this didn't catch a lot of media attention because it was all around the same time of America going into lockdown during the COVID pandemic. So a lot of that went under the radar. But many of Warner Brothers' daytime TV shows, such as Ellen, were handled by subordinate companies. And this one that Ellen's show was handled by was called Telepictures. Yeah, well, this is where she got a bit of hate because she came out very publicly and said that she would not be moving to a remote show, that she would be staying on stage and if not definitely coming back to stage where a lot of these programs were moving to remote shows. Ellen was offered a lower appearance fee for doing these remote shows, which was standard of all the other daytime shows moving to these remote shows. There have been reports that she demanded the return to stage, which would have guaranteed her her full appearance fee. But she did have to do some of those home shows, like you said, and what caused a lot of the issues, I think, to come to surface was when she was doing these home shows, she fired all of her regular staff that had worked for a really long time and she hired temporary staff mm. to do the home shows. So this is when a lot of the disgruntled ex-employees went public with their allegations of just how bad she was to work for. This included verbal abuse, racism, sexual harassment, low wages relative for the workload in comparison to other shows. There were also a lot of reports of a culture of retaliation. Before the show came back on air, three of the executive producers were um, terminated and replaced. But by the time she came back on air, the ratings had started to drop. The damage had really been done. Her mm. you know, be kind image. I don't know. I just think that maybe she did shoot herself in the foot a bit with this whole making the whole be kind mantra thing because it's impossible to be kind all the time especially when you're at that level america doesn't really talk about tall poppy syndrome but by that point when she come back after lockdown she becomes so rich and so powerful that after the allegations a lot of the reasons why everyone loved her were also the reasons why they were turning their back on her and maybe you know if you're on air and you're for over almost 20 years you're on air for that long people will start to turn on you mm. maybe her mistake was the Ellen show was on too long if she wasn't on for almost 20 seasons. She had her sitcom first in 94 and then in 2003, that's when her Ellen talk show started. There was a brief stint, right, where they cancelled the show and then oh, she went to a different network, hey? Had, her show was, her coming out mm. killed her career. Like, she thought her career was over. All the biggest stars were going on Ellen. They all seemed like friends with her, you know? And I think that's probably part of her like of the loop. She did seem really friendly to mm. everyone. And she was referred to as the um, female Seinfeld. Interesting to see maybe in five years, looking back, what her legacy will be. Um, but David Letterman, he's notoriously been just an a-hole to work for for decades in sexual abuse allegations and just being really nasty to work for. And he's still thought of as one of like the greatest of data. Oh, he was nighttime, wasn't he? Mm, the Late Show the with late, David Letterman, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he's a man, so are we, do we hold Alan to the same standards? I think because she's a woman, she probably would get more hate, regardless of what's gone on with the culture. That's not okay. With female leaders or, you know, whatever, they're going to get way more scrutiny than any male in that position. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, one of the biggest stories of the last week, you've probably seen it all over your feed. After shaming another woman for having OnlyFans, Olivia from Maths has created her own. So a quick backstory on this. If you didn't watch the show, which to be honest, I didn't, I just see lots of clips and, and podcasts I consume and I'm kind of across the main storylines of it all. But she shared around photos of another contestant, Dominica's OnlyFans photo with, I guess you call them contestants on the show, which OnlyFans came out saying was a breach. And also the police were involved as well. It's it's yeah. just, it's icky okay. as well. She was shaming another woman. And that's the reason we wanted to talk about this story. So now she's got her own account. So people are finding that a bit like hypocritical considering she shamed someone else for doing the same. Well, starting off, if you watch Max or not, like you said, it was pretty hard to miss what was going on. It was all over. So Olivia was really painted as the villain of this season and probably for quite good reason, really, with the way it was edited. If it was completely accurate, who knows? But she and Dominica really did not like each other. And they had some falling out and basically out of revenge, she got a photo, she screenshot it, and she circulated it through the group. And then very publicly in a dinner party, it was brought to Dominica's attention. Um, so she's been accused of slut-shaming, which is pretty nasty, and she has quite openly said that she's not done anything wrong. Mm. Uh, but since the show, I mean, as crap as that was all is, since the show, she's received so much hate. She lost her job as a teacher trainee or training teacher, she cannot find a new job. Um, so Girlfriend got creative and she started her own OnlyFans, which um, first day she made $10,000 Australian. And she got over 100 subscribers. So I, I get, I understand that they pay $14.99 Australian a month to subscribe. Yeah, you sort of set, from my understanding, you set how much people pay and you can have different tiers. It could be like maybe it's $5, maybe it's $15. You decide. Oh. And, yeah, people can subscribe on what they want, and then it depends on what kind of content you're giving. The, cre- it's the, the creator can, like, decide what they're doing. Do you know anything? No, I don't. But I looked at this. This girl I follow on TikTok. Her name is Anna Paul. I don't know if you know of her. She's one of the biggest uh-huh. TikTokers in Australia, and she's honestly such a sweet girl. And I didn't, like, I was curious because I was like, honestly, what do these people have to do to make this much money? She's traveling around the world multiple times a year. You can just put your boobs together, and that would be pretty easy. Like, I have... I've got boobs I've got a you know double D I could easily do that and make some bank Uh, nothing on anyone else but I just personally don't want to do that well I guess why this has been so problematic but why people have picked up and really run with it is because a few months ago she was the same girl accused of slut shaming someone that had an OnlyFans and circulating Mm. this photo yeah I don't know do you know what it reeks of it reeks of jealousy and this is what a lot of these things come down to. So I reckon she felt threatened by Dominica. Well, she didn't like her. And she was like, how can I embarrass this girl? And so she embarrassed her. But maybe a tiny part of her is actually 
jealous that Dominica had the guts to go out and do something and now she's going and doing that exact same thing. People's actions always speak more about them, about the other person. But I think one thing is that people love calling out hypocrites. So the thing is everyone's like, well, she's got like, she's got OnlyFans now. So of course they're going to pile on her. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dominica was really open about, yeah, I do have it. I just come out of divorce and I feel really empowered by doing this. My body, my choice. So there was like no shame on her behalf for doing that. And I thought that was quite admirable of her. Still to come, look out, Kravis. There's a new celebrity duo couple dressing. And Britney's reason for not going to the Met Gala makes us love her even more than we already do. But first, we're an independent podcast and there are some easy ways you can support us. Make sure you subscribe on your podcast app. We're on all of them. Hit follow on Apple and Spotify. Select automatic downloads so new episodes drop in your feed as soon as they're live. Leave us a five-star rating. And if you're enjoying listening, writing us a kind review. Send the link to your friends, your sisters, everyone. We really need your support, especially when you start up a new potty. Hey, Anna. (laughs) Yeah, doing all those things means that other people can find this podcast and listen and we can keep making it for you. And you can follow us at Gloss the Podcast on Instagram for more of our content, videos and everything else. Brittany has revealed on her socials that she was meant to go to the Met Gala, you know, the prestigious invite-only event, which everyone seems to want to be at, right? It seems that way, doesn't it? Every celebrity is always there. Well, only the ones that are invited by Anna Wintour herself. Yeah. Do you know this year was the first year that all the Kardashians had been invited? I bet they were stoked because it's pretty stink if one, like, Chloe is left out or something. Anna Wintour's savage. Yeah. Those invites are hard to get. Don't yeah. we love just sitting on the couch in our pajamas watching. It would stress me out going to something like that. It would definitely. Yeah, you you think it's cool, but I reckon it would be pretty intense. Oh, you see the clips of like Kim Kardashian getting changed in a behind a curtain a couple doors down so she doesn't risk like damaging her dress. Yeah. Can't walk or can't sit down. It just it does seem like quite stressful. Anyway, we're probably gonna have to deal with that problem. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Brittany posted on her Instagram. I was gonna go to the Met Gala, but instead I got in the tub with my dog and put my PJs on. I hate flying. And the thing I wanted to note about uh, this video, she was actually dancing in her pajamas with her cat at the time, but obviously, like, you know, her dog, she's having a tub with her dog. Um, and I, it just made me realize, like, same, I, uh, I'm not having bars with my cat, Piper, but I can relate. Like, this makes me sound like a crazy cat lady, but she is my emotional support cat. Uh, I don't like going away very much because I don't want to not be around her and I worry about her. <laughs> People might laugh and think, oh, she's just a cat, but I don't have kids yet. So for me, she is my baby. You know how we all joke that Kravis, they're definitely dressing in theme. Like they are couple dressing. It's coordinated. It's thought out. There's, there's a PowerPoint yeah. presentation. And Courtney is doing that thing, which I know I did when I was a teenager, when you would date. Like I went through my little, you know, slightly emo bogan phase um, and you'd start dressing a little bit maybe like your Rocky boyfriend because it was like a cool thing to do. You'd wear his T-shirts and it just was a cool vibe. I don't know. Did I think a lot of people went through that phase. Maybe not. I definitely did. I personally did not, but I do know <laughs> that you're not lying. A lot of people did. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, so she's been doing that, and obviously their wedding was a whole vibe in itself. Like, definitely, it was definitely Kravis themed, wasn't it? Well, now Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, aka Skeet, I still like calling him that, even though Kanye called him that, so maybe he doesn't like it. But they've both gone platinum to the scalp blonde. And I'm thinking maybe Kim's is a wig because she does wear a lot of wigs. And that's, if we all know anything about coloring your hair a lot, 
I mean, she's probably got the money to go brunette to blonde whenever she wants. But since he's left Saturday Night Live very recently, uh, he is scalp blonde. There's no level really to his devotion. Like, he just supports her in any way, it seems. Maybe it's a celebrity thing. Like, does celebrities feel like they need to couple dress? You don't see as many, I'd say, regular couples doing that, maybe? I've got a black top on and Tom's got a black t-shirt on. He'll just be like, oh, you copied me. Or you saw what I was going to wear. There's mm. no couple dressing in our house. Our kids, I dress my kids. So yeah. Yeah, I dress. There's, there's couple dressing in my kids. I was going to ask that. Do you ever dress uh, the family in a theme when you're getting family photos at all? I, I mean, I can't lie because last <laughs> night I do that. I quite often will buy Tom and the boys like a matching T-shirt or something because I think that's really cute. But I personally would not be caught dead matching my children. Do you remember back in the day, we didn't have one, but a lot of families would have those portraits where everyone was in like all yeah. denim and they were sitting like, whether it was, did you actually go to a farm and there was hay or was it in front of one of those like sets that a photographer had? You know the oh, ones I mean? Those backgrounds that were yeah. kind of like, um, they were in like Technicolor dream coat but it was like gray splotches yeah. sort of like it looked like a sponge and someone just gone on with a sponge and just like yeah no I know what you mean yeah I don't think we had one of those either but we definitely had um some pretty 90s <laughs> family photos I wonder if my kids will look back in like 20 years at our family photos and think oh my god what was what was mum thinking? Yeah, it's like funny when you look back, hey, because my mum is a really good sewer and she'd make us all, us three kids, I've got myself and then my brother who's two years younger than me and my sister, she would make us all like matching jumpers or like polar fleeces and mum made some really good stuff too, like some really smocked frocks and like random yeah. stuff, like really beautiful fabrics as well. And yeah, you look back on photos of us all and we're all like dressed in theme and at the time... I think part of us thought it was cool and then when you got to a certain age you're like oh this is lame we feel like the Von Trapp family from like Sound of Music yeah. or something like his mum just made us matching things out of curtains you know and it became a bit lame. That's all we've got time for thank you so much for listening to our show listening to Gloss make sure if you haven't already you hit subscribe we are a newbie in town we are the new family member of the Self Love Club Media so hit follow on your podcast app we're on Spotify Apple all of them and you can select automatic downloads make Make sure you leave us a five-star rating as well. And if you've enjoyed listening, write us a kind review. You can share the links with your friends, your family, with everyone. Find us and follow at Gloss the Podcast on Instagram. We'll leave everything in the show notes where you can find us as well. Anna, you did amazing. We did another episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this. It's a new show, and so we really appreciate your support. And you're listening. We'll be back in your feed next week, and it's going to be fun. Woo! Have a good week. We'll catch you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 